Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now Sunrise at 5. It's another first alert weather day with more rain in our forecast. Guy Hagi breaks down what's going to be happening and he's keeping a close eye on Kauai. An HPD officer is in bad shape after being pinned between two vehicles on the freeway. Casey Lund is live with a look at the dangers local police face while on duty. An operation is underway to remove a yacht from a Maui reef. How the 94-foot luxury boat got stuck in the first place. Those stories coming up. Plus, uh, well, we're going to get a first alert weather day, this time for Kauai. Yeah. What's going on, guys? Uh, we are tracking a couple of closures on Kauai and also on Hawaii Island because of the heavy rain that we've had. Yeah, and they're in for more heavy rain. It's real easy to see when you take a look at the radar why we've we posted a first alert weather day for Kauai. The rest of the state not getting a whole lot of rain, although there's still that threat for heavy rainfall. And uh, like I said, that first alert is on for Kauai. And there is a flash flood warning on because flooding is now occurring. And uh, that bridge into, into Hanalei is now closed. And there is a flood watch on for Kauai and Oahu, that means flooding conditions are possible. And there's also winter storm advisory, more snow for, for the Big Island summits, and trade winds will be picking up later this week to breezy levels. So that big juicy disturbance continues to wreak havoc on the west end of the state. Look at all the rain for Kauai with pop-up thunderstorms as well. Lots of rain there, while the rest of the state, really not so much. We do have some spotty showers along the Ko'olau, and on Kauai, not so much. And on Hawaii Island, the, uh, the flood advisory was posted for this and likely to be lifted pretty soon because minor flooding was occurring but the rain there is easing up and the winds will be stepping up we will get breezy corner winds like we had yesterday so plan for a wet and cloudy day today especially on Kauai and Oahu and in the afternoon time we could see a few more thunderstorms pop up now let's check on traffic Lacey's got the latest and a couple of closures that we're tracking across the state, really, over on the island of Kauai. The Hanalei Bridge is shut down because of the heavy flooding we've got there. And then over on the island of Hawaii, here's the latest update from HPD. As of about 2 o'clock this morning, 2.30 this morning, they now have one lane open over there on South Kona along Highway 11 in the Kava Flats. This is right in between mileposts 59.5 and 60. So we'll let you know when both lanes open up. But this is a big deal for anyone driving to or from here. Hilo. We'll let you know again as soon as the roads reopen. We'll also take a look at the slowdowns and the traffic problems you've got here on the island of Oahu coming up next. That's your first alert traffic. Steve Grace, back over to you. All right, thanks, Lacey. On Maui, the owner of a 94-foot luxury yacht says he's sorry. This after his vessel got stuck on a reef outside of Honolua Bay, a prime surfing spot and a marine sanctuary. The removal operation was set to happen overnight during the high tides. We're trying to find out if that was actually successful. Late last night, Maui County issued an emergency permit allowing special equipment to remove the yacht to prevent further damage to the reef and the ecosystem. Jim Jones, the owner of Noalani Yacht Charters, told us that he was anchored offshore with his family over the weekend. Then, as they were getting ready to leave yesterday morning, something went wrong. While we're underneath the boat doing our pre-check, the mooring line broke. As we come out of the boat, it was too late. It was a freak accident. We couldn't have done anything about this. And we're doing everything we possibly can to try to get off of here. The group Save Honolua Coalition says that they are disappointed and are hoping that the environmental impacts can be minimized. 
is a terrible optic. It's just something you just would dream of never seeing. And it happened. We're hoping that for the best that the damage could be minimized and that there not be a diesel leak primarily. Officials say it is unclear at this time if any fuel was released and there is no word yet on the cost of removing the yacht. Happening today, Samson Souza is set to appear in court this morning. He faces a misdemeanor charge after disrupting the opening day of the state legislature last month. Souza is also the man who had been camping out at Makua Beach for months, saying he is protecting an area overrun by tourists. But others say he is a bully who harasses and chases away visitors. The DLNR cleared out his camp just last week. All right, an HPD officer was critically hurt when he was hit by a vehicle on the H3 freeway. Yeah, Casey Lund is live at HPD headquarters this morning with the latest. Casey, what do we know about how the officer is doing today? Yeah, good morning, guys. Well, we haven't been able to uh, get the official identification of that officer from HPD yet. We do know that he was last listed in critical condition. Uh, that's what we reported last night at 10 o'clock. We know that he also had to go into an emergency surgery. We're waiting to hear how that went again and how the officer is recovering after this ordeal. Reminds you just how dangerous of a job this can be, and we appreciate uh, the police for what they do. We want to talk a little bit about, again, what happened. That 46-year-old officer was directing traffic on the Kaneohe side of the Hirano Tunnel just before midnight, again, on the H3. And according to HPD, a 25-year-old man swerved to avoid a vehicle that had been stopped in the roadway when he pinned the officer between those two vehicles. Sources tell us the officer suffered injuries to both of his legs. HPD's former deputy chief spoke about the sacrifice police make to keep the public safe. This is serious work. I mean, it's dangerous. Um, you're relying on every driver to be, um, you know, observant, careful, and uh, doing the right thing, but that doesn't always happen, it's especially at night. Most of the fatalities and, uh, uh, well, one of the fatalities occurred at night. Most of the injuries have occurred at night because you're dealing now uh, not only with, uh, you know, the danger of traffic control, but uh, the factors of dark, light, uh, weather conditions, that sort of thing. And we're focusing on this a little bit more today because it's the latest in a number of incidents where HPD officers have been hurt while doing their job. Last Thursday, an officer was attacked by a man with a hammer during a traffic stop in La Ie. He was taken to the hospital in critical condition. Another officer was struck by a vehicle on Moanalua Freeway. That was back on February 9th. This time, he was thankfully in his police vehicle when he was rear-ended and wasn't seriously hurt. The 57-year-old female driver in that crash was arrested for DUI. Still ahead on Sunrise, we're going to hear uh, from the department as well as the state's largest police union about how those officers are supported uh, after they're hurt. We're also going to talk with an organization that tries to raise awareness and support for Hawaii's police officers. We'll have that coming up a little later on Sunrise. For now, we'll send things back to Stephen Grace. All right, thanks, Casey. New this morning, Senator Maisie Hirono is going to be announcing her re-election bid today. The 75-year-old Democrat has been in the Senate since 2013, and if she wins the 2024 election, she'll get to serve another six years. She won her last election in 2018 by a landslide, getting about 70% of the votes. Coming up in our 7 o'clock hour of Sunrise, Senator Hirono will be joining us live in studio to talk about her re-election bid. We'll also discuss the problems on Red Hill and that Chinese spy balloon. Again, that's coming up right here on Sunrise at 7 a.m. Today, the Supreme Court is hearing a case that could reshape the Internet. 
The case is about whether the family of an American college student killed in the 2015 Paris terrorist attack can sue Google. The family argues that Google and other tech companies spread content that radicalized users into terrorists. Tech companies have long been protected from lawsuits over content posted by their users, this by the Communications Decency Act. Airline schedules for next month show Hawaii remains totally dependent on mainland tourists. Morning, Howard. Good morning, guys. Local economists used to joke that Hawaii diversified its economy by luring tourists from different points of the compass. <laughs> it was true, too, because economic slumps tended to hit Asia, South Pacific, and West Coast economies at different times. Right now, all our international markets are down, while domestic air capacity in March will be 20% higher than in March of pre-COVID 2019. We still have the single biggest source of air capacity, more than 600,000 seats in March from the U.S., a very slow, small decline, more than offset by new airlift from Long Beach, Ontario, east of L.A., and the O.C., but the San Francisco Bay Area now sends even more when you count SFO, Oakland, and San Jose together. SeaTac capacity is up, with a lot of the new seats going to Kona. This is the second and final day of voting on a new contract offer made to hundreds of Maui County hospital workers. Kaiser made the offer Friday after workers approved a strike starting tomorrow. Balloting ends this afternoon, and we should know if the strike is averted at that time. Kaiser mental health clinicians returned to work today after having struck for several months. Have you checked out Sticks Asia? It's a new food hall newly opened in the Waikiki shopping plaza. Sticks makes the questionable claim of being the only Asian-focused food hall in Hawaii, but it does offer foods from Japan, China, Taiwan, Korea, and Singapore. Wall Street reopens after a three-day weekend. The Dow is down more than 450 points. Ooh. Yeah, Paloma has it, Don Quixote, lots of places. Yeah. All right, thanks, Howard. Well, a first-generation iPhone from 2007 went up for auction. We're going to tell you how much it sold for. And just FYI, it was a little more than the original $600 price tag. Just a smidge. But first, new tech in Hawaii's public schools can help with so many different subject areas, but it may also be a game changer for agriculture here in the islands. We're going to show you how it works and what educators and students think about it. How's it going? How's it, Steve? Even though we don't have heavy rain here on Oahu, we still got some scattered showers moving in, and there are more showers upstream. So as you head out the door today, take a jacket, take an umbrella, and, uh, you know, get ready for another wet and soggy day. We'll be right back. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. It's a first alert weather day for Kauai. Remember, flooding is now occurring on Kauai, and that's why the, um, that uh, flash flood warning remains posted. For Oahu and Kauai, though, we're both under a flash flood watch, and that means flooding conditions are possible. For Oahu, uh, we aren't seeing flooding just yet, but remember, across many parts of the state, because of all the rain we had from the last storm, the ground is very saturated, so it won't take a lot of rain uh, to trigger more flooding. 
So get ready for another wet day today. We've got the scattered showers, uh, frequent showers, especially for Kauai and Oahu and for the east side of uh, Hawaii Island. Although that flood advisory for the Hilo side has since been canceled because the rain has let up. Still though, with that disturbance close to us, we're going to see a, a day with cloudy skies, numerous showers out there passing through from time to time. And we could even get some afternoon thunderstorms. And all this together could create more flooding, especially for Kauai and Oahu, hence the flood watch. And so high temperature today, uh, 80 degrees. We might see some spots of afternoon sunshine. And drier conditions are expected in sometime by tomorrow afternoon, although that disturbance will likely linger, dropping a little bit of rain probably till Thursday. Uh, Lacey, how's the traffic going? Oh, well, we got a first alert on a power outage over in West Oahu, guys. Just checked Hawaiian Electric's outage map, and they say about 30 customers currently without service, stretching from Ko'olina over to Kapolei, even far, as far up as uh, Makakilo and down in toward the Campbell area. So expect some traffic lights to be out, one of which we also spoke with HPD officers on the way to this intersection, Makakilo Drive and Palailai, just off the H1 freeway. We have a traffic light reported out there as well. So treat them as an always stop. We'll let you know when power has been fully restored to all customers. As we head out toward the west, everything's looking green so far. We do have more company out there, but it's a steady pace as we take you through that Honokai Hale stretch and right onto the H1 freeway. I'll have a look at your updated drive times coming up next. That's a look at your first alert traffic. Stephen Grace, back over to you. There's new technology. There's new technology in Hawaii schools that can help create the next generation of local farmers and lead to more locally grown food. Educators are calling it the only program of its kind in the entire country, and we went to Lelehua High School to take a look. And what is in front of you uh, on your desktops are, uh, is actually, I call it the desktop farm. And it may not look like it, but this clear box with the wires running through it represents part of the future of farming here in Hawaii. This is the other part. It's the classroom farm with real plants in soil grown by students who may not actually want to get their hands dirty. It's an enclosed environment where students are able to code and they're able to change the, the dynamics of the environment, whether it's heat, temperature, humidity, and pretty much as if it's a farm in itself in a little box. The Department of Education bought the smart farms and brought them over from Korea. And Ian Kitajima from Design Thinking is holding workshops to help teachers implement them in the classroom. They'll be used to teach computer science, critical thinking, and agriculture while weaving in Hawaiian culture with the help of Kamehameha schools. I come from the world of technology and innovation, and Auntie would always, I would be always excited, always excited about technology, and she would always ask me, okay, how do you, how do you weave these together? Start with the smaller model. Students use their laptops, and through code, they tell the desktop farm to do things like check the moisture of the soil or monitor how much light the plants are getting. But the desktop model can only simulate these actions. Once students have the coding down, they move on to the classroom farm to grow the plants. And then I wait for a second, then I turn the fan on, and I wait for a five seconds, I turn the fan off. That's what we're gonna do right now. Three, two, one, click. Nice. Instant. Through coding, students can do everything a good farmer would do and eventually can create what they call a recipe to grow plants more effectively. But the Smart Farm's greatest triumph may be winning over young students who aren't interested in agriculture. It's actually very interesting, mainly because our generation is so technology-based 
I feel like it'll be a really good opportunity for us kids to just find something that we're interested in while helping the environment and helping sustainability in Hawaii. I like the coding. You get to command things, like tell them what to do. The smart farm can display how high the temperature is. If I used a fan, it would tell me how fast the fan's moving. If the food from the mainland doesn't come over here, we gotta plant our food or else we'll have no food to survive with. Right now, the farms are being rolled out in the Lelehua Mililani Wailua complex area, but they'll end up in other schools soon as interest continues to grow. For Hawaii News Now, I'm Steve Uihara. 517, it's Tuesday on Sunrise on KGMB, KHNL, and K5. Still ahead, appliance deals for Waianae. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.